Welcome back to the single white male. No, it's not the single white male podcast anymore. That is the email. It's um, the translator podcast. Welcome back to the translator podcast. Okay. Uh, it's the, the Gmail. If you want to leave any emails, send emails, please send emails. If you have any questions, comments, if you want to learn how to do a podcast, if you need help with it, uh, any kind of marketing stuff, uh, or if about the episodes so this week, uh, I'm going to be reviewing the, well, this podcast, I'm reviewing the fall of the house of Usher, the show that is on Netflix and why I think it is absolutely epic, amazing. I'm going to talk about the acting, the directing, the type of scenes and why it's so good uh, for everyone to watch men and women, because I know men and women watch different things. I'm sorry, the mic has something on it. Okay. You like that? That's like um, ASMR, right? Let's try weird i don't know if that hurts your ears or not but anyway so i'm gonna do this episode hopefully it won't be it's probably gonna be less than 30 minutes but i'm gonna spend the whole podcast episode talking about the fall of the house of usher and why it's awesome and why i recommend it and it's gonna be spoilers i'll say spoilers ahead the whole thing spoilers ahead if you haven't seen it don't listen if you have seen it and you're like oh i want to check this out then check it out or if you just don't care about spoilers and want to hear about it this will be a recap of the show and why it's awesome excuse me unofficially brought to you by these uh energy drinks unofficially this is not a sponsor um this energy drink is different oh i want to talk about energy drinks going forward okay um this is called ghost if you guys have ever heard of it or had it before i'm just gonna sip it because i don't want all this in my in my body but um this is sour patch it's called red berry and it's part of the sour patch i don't know if they all do sour patch or whatever but anyway so get ready gear up this episode fall of the house of usher oh and leave i already said it comments questions anything to the email single white male podcast at gmail.com if you're triggered by it it's trigger time baby All right, so welcome to the episode. I'm gonna explain the, I'm gonna do my best, basically the way I'm gonna do this is explain my thinking of what this uh, story was about. They, they, they do the whole story and then it ends and you're like, holy moly, that was amazing and epic. The way you told this thing, the acting was so good. The scaring, it, scariness is so good, and the plot is good, and the everything. So I'm so excited. I had a, just a little bit of energy drink, and it's taking me over the edge right now. So I'm going to be breathing heavy. I'm going to be talking fast. I'm trying to regulate not to talk too fast for you folks because I normally do. But this story kind of starts like it starts off like at the end this is all spoilers the whole thing is just going to be me explaining it so if you haven't seen it you know whatever don't 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 listen to this if you if you don't want spoilers and if you want to hear everything just listen up but here it goes okay so the beginning happens okay the beginning is like the guy the main character Roderick Roderick he's the, he's the the father in this story and this guy who he, again, yes, yeah, spoiler. So this is 
him and this old buddy of his that he tried that he is a reporter that throughout the story he's in the he is trying to take down he goes to work for a company roderick when he's a kid when he's young he's like in his early 20s <clears throat> and that this the, the his boss is like a major asshole major corrupt guy like completely arrogant and and is like control everything like just a major 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 asshole like evil guy and he, roderick gets this reporter comes to his door and he gets wind and the reporter tells him hey i think i know something that's going on here i found out that they've been um what's it called using your signature forging your signature on certain documents of these patients he works for a company that i think this company is the one for the painkillers this has to do with the paint uh, the painkiller industry and he says listen i ha we have an opportunity to take out you know to to do to like expose them i need you to be a whistleblower you're probably going to lose your job you know it's going to be like really bad for your for the company but this is like a huge deal and Will you, will you get on board and do this? So the guy, Roderick, when he's a, he's a young boy, or, I mean, in his 20s, he's married and he's got a kid. And I think he has another kid on the way. And they live in this small apartment. And they're trying to get by. He's working. The wife isn't. She's taking care of the kids. And so the first couple of episodes, they're kind of like trying to get some info. They're, he's trying to convince him to do it. And it's going back and forth between... Roderick as an old man speaking with that reporter in this old house, creepy old house in front of a fireplace. And it goes back to him being young and also him like being old as well, but in a different setting. So there's like three different uh, timelines that are going on. But the two main timelines are the, the, the main one is like the him telling him talking to his friend, confessing the stuff that the the reporter that the, the reporter doesn't know, confessing like all the shit that his family's done, that all his kids have done, and all this stuff, giving him the story. The guy is recording it, and the reason that he's giving him the story is because, um, when that guy, then that reporter was young, he got Roderick to go to court well they do like a private uh you know court thing and confess and be the whistleblower so so they get him to do that and this takes place over the whole show like this is like all spoilers but i'm trying to do it in a different timeline in the way the way i understand it. he gets him to do that but at the last second instead of like saying yes i uh this is not my signature this is false he doesn't do it and he fucks over the reporter who's been working with him like for months and months and months to get all this stuff together and the reporter puts his ass on the line and all this stuff okay so and then the reporter gets fucked over and in return roderick the main character gets a he's going to be like lined up to be like the main um he's going to be like the hero of the company 
because he didn't w- blow, blow the whistle and they won this huge case against this reporter and their reporting agency. And so in return, he's going to be like, you know, the VP of the company. All of a sudden his boss, you know, his, his boss is still a major asshole, but he he knows that he needs this, this, this guy, this young 20s Roderick. And what we see that happens is, so Roderick has a sister. Also, they go back even further when they're kids and their mom is like, has this like problem, like mental issues. She's getting beat up by this other guy next door. And I can't remember who that guy ends up being because I haven't talked about this one to anybody, but I think he will go back to him. So, so their mom was messed up. So the kid, the sister and him are really close and the sister's really smart. Okay. And, and like amazingly beautiful. And so she can move throughout. Like, so she actually goes to this, uh, his, the guy's boss and she goes to like pitch an idea and the, the boss calls her out on it. And, um, so they both know this boss is like evil. The boss hits on her. He's like, if you don't sleep with me, like you'll never get anywhere. And so they, he, the boss treats both, both of them like terribly. So what they do is they plan to like, to turn against the reporter so that the to Roderick can become the like main guy of this company. And then, so how they do that, and again, this is way out of order and the whole show is all about this, but it's told out of order, is that they go to like the Christmas, the, it's like the Halloween party right after the case. And they they drug the boss, they're drinking with him, they drug him. And, and she seduces him to like the basement of the whole company, right? Like in the basement. And they're still doing construction down there. He falls prey to the, the poison stuff. They, they put him, they handcuff him in like this wall. And when he wakes up, they're, they're putting bricks. They're like talking. They have a candle in there. They're talking to each other into him. They're just bricking him up behind a wall. They're putting bricks so that he's going to be bricked behind a wall like forever. And he's going to die like in the morning because the poison's going to get to him. So no one will ever find him. Right. And they're kind of explaining their plan and how they did it, this, that, and the other. Basically it's that, you know, they had, because he was such an asshole and this, that, and the other, they, they decided to do this and it's going to be Roderick's and become, you know, something great within this company. So that happens. Okay. He does die. He gets, he's in the wall forever. And the sister, you know, helps the brother plan this whole thing, execute it. They grow up. It turns out they are like the main people of this company, like the top. And they've built this empire based off painkillers, kind of like the Sackler family. I think this whole thing is has to do with, they kind of took a shot at the Sackler family with the, with the painkillers and all those other Netflix doc, uh, shows and documentaries or whatever. And which is so brilliant. Again, this is why this is so brilliant because they they do all this, but it's like a whole different story and it's sci-fi. So when they meet this gypsy, well, after they do that, they go to make an alibi. So they leave the party. They go to another small bar. They meet this woman. She's not a gypsy. She is like this being, this like, I don't know. She's a demon. I don't know. She, whatever. She she talks to them and and they don't believe her at first, but they she says, if you could have any wish, what would it be? Would you be be rich or be famous? And let me take a quick sip sip what's this. Mm. And she's like, if you, I can make you 
rich and you'll have everything you've ever wanted your kids everyone will have everything you've ever wanted until you die you know then you'll die right but when you die your whole i'm going to end your entire bloodline at the same time like or, or before you like right before you die i'm going to end your entire bloodline you'll no one will ever know there you you will have no legacy you know except for the 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 whatever you whatever shit you leave behind but no people so they agree to it and they have this drink and the drink it kind of solidifies the deal and um as soon as they leave the bar they turn around and the bar is like gone it's boarded up it's like a whole different thing so they're like holy shit we thought it was a dream whatever you know a few months later weird stuff starts happening i guess you know it doesn't really show how they raise the rank how they you know start going up in the company but because they do explain like because that guy's gone maybe he'll be next in line that's what their plan was but it turns out you know instead of just sticking to their plan they wanted they solidified it with this lady and she made it true so now you skip to back to him talking to the 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 uh the reporter okay in this like abandoned house with the fireplace on telling the story okay and, and it's going to keep going back there the whole time um and he's like telling the story and as he starts to tell like as it starts showing as he's starting to tell the story he's getting like haunted by all these different let's just um, there's gonna be a little bit of non-spoilers and spoilers i guess throughout this but he's getting haunted by all these different members of his family that are dead all his children so six of his all of his children die in this entire movie before he dies he's the last to die and um including his sister um and it's it's kind of it's showing them they're like haunting him as he's talking and and the haunts are so good like in the way that they die they're kind of showing up and they're like doing different things and i think if we took one for example it would be like all of a sudden it would show like someone like like let's say like falling from the ceiling and like smashing on the ground and like into a bloody mess and that would be an example like his son one of his sons jump like went crazy and jumped off while he was trying to kill this this cat this is why this show is amazing it's so long and so good he's trying to kill this cat who turns out to be um just an illusion and it misses and falls and and dies and so it, it like shows him falling and then dying and then like looking over at him and he's just being haunted by all these things and he says no this is like the and he's explaining like he's having these hallucinations because basically he's diagnosed at the beginning with as beginning of his of his dying he's diagnosed with um what's that disease where you can't remember amnesia and hallucinations it's not amnesia alzheimer's and all this thing whatever that one is i can't remember and um so he's going to have these horrible hallucinations dementia dementia and um i think they do have a drug for it but he refuses to take it um and so all these things that are coming back to haunt him are the dementia but at the same time they're like are the ghosts and i guess he's trying to repent because he thinks it'll help him in the end when he dies and maybe he's trying to get it off his chest but 
I'm going to get into some fun stuff here, but basically all the members of the families that have died, they're coming back and they're haunting him throughout the time and he's seeing them. But the other guy, the reporter isn't seeing any of this shit. He's just seeing the old guy like get scared and all the things that are happening. And it just keeps, it's frightening to the audience because it's, it'll happen out of nowhere, but it's worth it. It's not just a jump scare. It is a jump scare, but it's good. This has to do with the story. And so it makes sense. Uh, and it's filmed really well. And so, Let's jump back to how it, it kind of, they're all alive. All the mem the family members are alive. They're all doing their own little businesses. Each of the family members have their own business. So I'm going to look online real quick and just see if I can see a picture of all of them so I can kind of explain what they all do. By the way, Mark Hamill is in this and he's like the Roderick's right-hand man and he is absolutely epic. So if you think he got typecasted, he did not get typecasted. He is like so different and he's like evil in this and he plays like this uh kind of like a hitman but he's just like the he cleans up all the mess he's like the, he's the lawyer and he's such a good lawyer that um he like goes to trial he like cleans up you know messes and bodies and everything he's like and 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 the the family the roderick family or the usher family i should say i think it's roger uh, roderick usher because i guess Usher's the last name last name um is this uh you know this empire that um the the guy goes out and sleeps with all these women and they're all like most of them are bastard children they say in the, in the show all the mothers are, are not there because you know he just didn't stick around and so you have all these children that came back to like claim like hey i'm an usher i'm an usher i'm an usher and the father's like yeah these are my kids so i'm not i'm not going to abandon my kids i'm going to give them like all the money they need to like do their own businesses, but at the same time, they have to protect the family and all this stuff. So let's take a quick break because I'm sure I'm just murdering this plot and I don't know how fun it is to listen to it, but I'm going to take a quick break, take a breather and come back where we left off. Okay. So I'm glad we took a little break from that. Um, we're back with the fall of the House of Usher uh, review. Pulled up a quick cast list. This isn't the full cast, but I'm trying to explain a, a few of these things. Let me go with his, with his children. Um, so he's got this young son who is like a drug dealer, drug, he does drugs, he parties, this, that, and the other. His demise, oh man, this is the bet. This is how it sets, this is why it's so good. So he go he wants so they have all these old buildings that are scheduled for um demolishment okay and this one other brother is supposed to demolish them but he doesn't do it in time doesn't do it in time he so so the younger the younger brother okay he's like I'm going to throw this like sex orgy drugs and music party at these buildings one by one only one party per building there's like nine buildings they're like these industrial buildings out in the middle of nowhere and which is actually awesome for like something like that you know how they do have you know those types of spaces for like just wild parties i mean i've never been to one but um i've just heard you know it's a thing right so it's perfect for this setting and this character 
so this young, you know, he's got, you know, I guess millions of dollars. They all live in like these amazing houses. It's, it's, it's cool. They each have, they each live in a house that represents their personality in the show. So that's another like amazing thing that they do. It's just such a cool thing to watch this young guy. Um, he, him and his, you know, two, I guess, gay slash trans, I don't know, whatever lovers, they, he gets them to help him and they throw this party. Right. And he goes to the house to talk to his brother, the one that's supposed to demolish this place. I think he's going there saying, Hey, I'm having, he doesn't, he's not going to tell him about the party. He thinks he's going to um, say, Hey, like, I don't know. He's going to give him something. And he's like, Hey, he goes in the, the wife of the guy answers the door and he gets thrown off and he's like, Hey, can you give this to whoever? And she's like, he's not home. And she, and he's like, you know what? Why don't you come to this party? And she's like, you're my brother-in-law. Wait, what would that be? Yeah, brother-in-law. And you're this young and like, you're like a, an asshole and a maniac for even asking me that considering it's like a orgy drug party that you're throwing. But she, she's like, she gets in her head that she's like, well, maybe I can go this one. She's going to wear a mask, right? So he leaves and they get ready. They, they go to this party and at a certain time, the sprinklers are going to turn on and that's like when it's going to get wilder. Okay. So she decides to go. And again, her husband is the brother, another one of these brothers of the family. She doesn't tell him she has a daughter. Uh, she doesn't tell the husband and the daughter where she's going, obviously, and she le she leaves. She she ends up at this party, and she sees the the kid. They're gonna talk or whatever, but the kid gets carried away to this this room with by that evil lady at the very beginning, and um, she kind of seduces them. And she always says to all these people before they die, she's like, "You can." Um, She's always like convincing them like they can stop and that they made they are making choices that are going to end they're going to have consequences the whole thing is like the choices they're making are going to have consequences and she's always like you have a choice you can stop now and this that and the other even though the weird thing is like that i don't get about that is that the, the bloodline is already going to end so i don't know why she says all that stuff but they do she does say these things and they just kind of ignore her and they don't like stop doing what they're doing even though they kind of have a choice i guess that's what the fate of it is but anyway so he has a choice to like stop the party and stop this and leave now and all this stuff but he doesn't so the sprinkler so at this one point the whole thing's like leading up to this the sprinklers turn on they hooked up the sprinklers too because they, they weren't working they hooked them up to these like um tanks on the top of the roof the sprinklers fucking turn on and rain over everybody the second this water hits everybody it's acid fucking rain it's chemical acid from these tanks that we later find out was was chemical waste because this company is so evil they needed to put the chemical waste somewhere to hide it until the building was deconstructed and then as it was being deconstructed, they were going to have, well, their team deconstructed and have it excavated from the roof during the deconstruction so no one would know. This is how this family operates. Again, they're the painkiller family, right? They're the ushers. 
So this scene is just a, a, a perfect opportunity and they executed it so well to show so many things that are happening. The main thing is that they, that, that they were going to, that they were going to cover up these, they were going to get rid of these tanks in order to cover up all this stuff. But it, because they didn't do it in time, because the brother fucked up and this other brother planned this thing. So it starts, it, it starts melting all these people at the party. Okay. And melting them and their bodies are, are, are melting like together, like soup, like this, like almost like when you, it's so sick, but a, a, an example a met, would be like when you make, uh, what is that? Uh, a mac and cheese, how it kind of starts off. And then as you, as you stir it more, it gets thicker and thicker. So like the people's bodies are getting like melted from the rain, the acid rain. And also like congealing together, like on the floor and then like hardening a little bit. So it's like this pasty, it's disgusting. It's disgusting, but it's a, a perfect, like it's an awesome, scary scene. And it just shows like how messed up it is. So they kill all these people, including the son. And when that happens, that's the first like murder of death of one of the kids one of the, the the family member the the kids of this main Roderick guy and um so they send Mark Hamill to go investigate what happened and to take uh any kind of clues that he finds and report it back this that and the other and cover everything up so he covers everything up and so happens that evil lady that was there she ended up telling a few people to leave I don't know I don't know why you know but um so they catch her on camera Okay, and so they're also like, who's that lady? Um, and they can't really see her face. So that's like one major scene of what happened. So you're seeing this kid. So again, when it goes back to the, the scene of the, um, the old Roderick with the old reporter in the house at the end, in the beginning throughout the whole thing, which is really the end, there, that guy, that kid is haunting him, but he looks like he got acid rain all over him. So it's like showing their characters how they die. Hmm. Let's go to another one of those things. So there's another lady who's a lesbian and she has like a lesbian lover who's a surgeon. So this one lady is like really smart. She is trying to invent this heart, um, medical heart device that goes around your heart and basically can like, it reads everything with your heart. It can detect heart attacks. It can detect everything. And it can also keep your heart pumping. So when the father learns that he has um, dementia and that he needs to keep his heart going. He's telling his daughter like, Hey, this is really important. He doesn't really tell her why throughout the whole thing. And also the, uh, the sister is involved. She's still there. She's super smart. She's trying to move the company to AI, which is another big part of this. Uh, so if you have the heart going and you have the AI going in the head, then you can basically like keep a person living forever or the company, especially. Um, so it's also a culminating into that, but anyway, this, uh, this woman's a lesbian. She is, um, in love with this other beautiful Paola Nunez is the actress's name. Beautiful, like Spanish. I think she's Spanish, uh, Brazilian woman who's a surgeon. So you have this like power couple, right? Who are trying to invent this thing 
and she needs they're not a human trial they're 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 doing trials on chimpanzees with their which they're not even supposed to be doing so again the, the it's like the sickler family right they're doing well the usher family doing all the things they're not supposed to be doing just to get ahead with this uh with drugs and with whatever their 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 projects are and it's being covered up um this kind of intertwines with the other sister who is like really smart at dealing with the family's problems so she's like always watching fox and cnn and and, and how, how how to deal with the news and doing the pr and such at one point she goes to the lab that the other sister's developing you know working with these chimps to develop the heart thing putting the heart thing in the chimps seeing if they're alive before they go to human trial and i mean th this woman might be one of my favorites in this show just because um she's she's funny and she's like really high strung so she has these two assistants and they're like a younger woman and a younger man and they're like interns they do everything that she says and they're paid a lot of money and by the way everyone has to sign a uh what is it nsa what's the thing you sign so that nobody can talk about anything right i forget everything when i'm drinking these energy drinks because i have so many thoughts but um you have to sign these agreements so and in their agreement is that they have to like give her sexual pleasure so like every day or i don't know how often but she's like after they get they go they show up at her house and they're giving all the news and like she has questions about the business and they're telling her and they're they're like if they don't get you know and then she's giving them directions on what to do next and then she's like okay i'm gonna need you now and they have to like go get in bed with her and give her pleasure right so it, it's just kind of funny and it, it's a little bit little lighter than the other people that are on the show because um but it's still dark you know and at one point the two um the two of them the the younger guy and girl they like fall in love and so they're like we're not going to do that with you anymore and then so she fires them and then she gets pissed and she goes to the lab and she's like i'm gonna go see what my sister's doing Fuck my sister i'm pissed at her she goes into the chimpanzee thing and there's like six chimpanzees in there and as we know chimpanzees don't give a fuck don't give a fuck and they'll kill you they'll rip you apart and they will kill you okay so she's in there she's trying to find clues and the evil bitch shows up i'm gonna get my language is going this evil the evil and she's not even evil really it explains it in the end but the 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 entity the 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 gypsy entity shows up in the same form she always does as the lady who's super hot and um she like kind of moves around like a chimpanzee at one point and she ends up killing her killing the, the sister and like ripping her face off and ripping her body apart it's a bloody mess i mean it's it, it's horrific but um at one point like she goes to take a picture of the lady before she gets killed and it shows the lady but when she pulls the camera up it's a chimpanzee and then when they come in in the morning and they see all the blood and everything they like pan the camera and the chimp is like laying down like heart beating fast like he just killed her or something and he like looks over at the camera and he likes does this like evil grin it's 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 terrifying and um so that lady's dead now that's another person in the family that's dead so throughout this whole show they're going to like numerous funerals 
of the, the of the guy's children and he's like i just buried another one of my children today so he's just getting broken down throughout the whole show um okay so the surgeon and lover with the lesbian lover right so that surgeon has to go to human trials so she ends up so again the gypsy comes in she enters the lady's life and she's like a perfect candidate for the heart thing now the lady knows she can't go to human trial there's something that needs to be done first there's all these things and this lady happens to be a perfect candidate of course because she's the evil entity she's going to say i'm the perfect candidate this that and the other. she doesn't say it she presents herself as like this innocent woman that needs it and it's up to this lady if she's going to be evil or not she decides i'm going to convince you that yes you're the perfect candidate be so nice to you um that they're going to give her they're going to she's going to be the first person to have this thing so she doesn't tell her lesbian lover that she needs to do the the surgery on this lady and when she finally does tell her she's like no you didn't get permission to do human trials and i can't believe that you would do this and they have this horrible fight and they break up and when she's going to the door like leaving she says i'm going to tell everybody what your family's done and what about this and everything she's like you can't you sign this thing she's like i don't care i don't care i'm going to do it the 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 other woman the daughter she ends up throwing this like marble thing at her head like a trophy statue whatever like killing her by accident she's like enraged right and she panics and she like cleans her body up i mean the lady's dead and she goes crazy and she starts hearing it's it's called the telltale heart that episode she starts hearing the heartbeat because what she ends up doing is taking that fucking device putting it like extra i mean like cutting a hole in her body and putting the device around the heart the device works and that was the human trial but she did it on her girlfriend after the girlfriend's completely murdered and she's attacked to the fucking wall and the father comes in this is towards the end of the kids murders and sees that and then the girl kills herself in front of the father so that's another death of the family so he's freaked out okay uh, moving on to another death. I know I don't know how boring this is getting, but uh, oh, okay. So this other lady, this other lady is really interesting. So this is really cool, uh, or it's different, right? So this one lady, get, this other sister, she's like a maniac. She, all she does is like work on her software business or this product business, and she doesn't have time to spend with her husband, who does this, um, who ha also has a business that's has to do with hers which is a exercise business and he does these exercise videos and she's like promoting it and writing like stuff about it she does like the pr and all this stuff and i'm sure he got some money from her because it's her family and they're married so they don't have like time to spend romantically and intimately together and she has a hard time being like intimate with him like even talking to him about his day like she doesn't give a shit. so she hires prostitutes to come into her home and like he like make the guy makes her dinner makes uh the 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 prostitute like dinner and they have dinner and like talk about their days and to to, to the sister another one of these sisters 
this is like her way of being intimate with her husband. Like she can't do it herself. So she has to hire somebody. And so she's like touching herself while like watching the dinner. Like it's not even about the sex for her, like them two having sex, even though they do. It's about like that part of it, like gets her off. So that's like all fucked up. Right. And then later it shows like in the bedroom, there's like all this weird shit. Like, like anyway, watch the show. Right. I won't go into it, but um, basically they have a fucked up intimate relationship. And the guy is like a really good guy and like normal as much as he can be. He's like hates the fact that he has to hook up with all these prostitutes like because he can't be intimate with his wife. He can, but she can't. And he admits that to her but uh, and leaves her. Actually, she likes it and she turns like really evil. She's like, if you, he's like, if I walk out this door, I'm not coming back. And she's like, if you, she like says like, I can replace you in a second. I picked you from a team of people. We did a whole analyzation, uh, <coughs> whole like sheet analysis of who'd be the best perfect per person to do this. That's why I married you. It's like all evil shit. It's a, another perfect example of showing what this family does. And she ends up going crazy because, again, the gypsy enters her life and um, starts showing up everywhere, including, like, all these, like, mirrors in her house. And she ends up hitting all these mirrors with this thing. And the mirrors, like, fall through and kill her. Like, she's killed by all these mirrors. So she dies. Another death in the family. Another funeral. Um, now I'm kind of looking around at all these characters here just to give you a couple more before we wrap up because it's probably driving you insane. I want to give you the overall tone of this. Um, basically, they do end up killing off all six kids, including the sister of the guy who is really smart. She dies at the end. And you have the wife who died in that um, that acid rain situation. Uh, and that that... The husband, he ends up like after she gets burned, actually, she doesn't die. She goes on life support and he brings her home and he's obsessed with the fact that she cheated. So he's like putting her through pure torture when the daughter's gone, like pure tor torture. And um, it's so messed up. But he ends up um, like being put into that same house that's going to be torn down, that big industrial place and like getting paralyzed and then like watching his own body get cut up by all this stuff. And then he gets, he, he, the building goes down on him. So he dies. But the, the daughter of that family is like completely innocent and she is like the best of the whole family. Um, and tries to take care of her mom. And she's the victim of this whole thing because even at the very end, when this, gypsy has to come claim the last of the bloodline she like sits down in the bed with this daughter and she's like let me tell you i need to tell you a story she's like i this is there's many things i like about my job but this is not one of them and i want to tell you what your mother is going to go on to do she is going to when this company dissolves, she, she's going to take all that money and pour it into the people, like burn victims and to help people with addiction problems and to save 
and she the way that she says it i mean it's so touching she was like you'll see that your mom goes to save hundreds of lives and then thousands and then soon hundreds of thousands which turns into millions and the millions turn into hundreds of millions and then countless of lives countless amount of lives which is like just amazing and then she says and that's all because of you and it's all because of you because you helped your mother get through this and she just gives her like the best kind of send off um before just basically touching her leg and killing her because that's that was the the contract was to kill the entire bloodline so it's it's actually really really sad that part because she has to kill that girl the girl's like i don't know 15 and um also the fact that all those things are now not going to happen because they have to kill the family so they kill the mother and they kill her and the whole bloodline has to die um actually does the mother die because she's not the bloodline but the daughter is i don't know if the mother lives that's something i gotta remember i think the mother ends up living but she's telling the daughter this is what your mother will go on is going to go on to do i think that's what it is okay so i think that i think that her mother lives because it's just she's the wife okay um so anyway uh let's see yeah one of the brothers goes the other brother's a game developer he ends up going crazy because he's gay and his gay lover's cat after a long party gets like stabbed and he thinks he did it so he goes to find another cat and that cat ends up being like evil because it's really the woman and he's like bashing all the walls in to try to kill the cat and the cat's like fucking him up and it's scary and it's awesome so that was really cool um so when they go to take the they're so rich that they're just buying they can like buy anything they're buying like all these egyptian like uh art artifacts so some of these artifacts in the beginning they're mentioned and they're brought in at the end are like artifacts that there's these certain three there's a dagger and there's these two rare gem eggs and something else i can't remember oh and this like brain extractor and basically before they die they go into the basement of that place and they're like okay we're the last ones like she's gonna kill us any minute they've already killed the bloodline um so the main guy poisons um her his sister so that she will um die before the gypsy gets to her and because he worships his sister so much because she's like helped him throughout his life she he cuts out her eyes puts those other eyes in her place of her eyes and he's trying to make her into some goddess and leave her in the tomb but throughout the whole time he's confessing to the reporter who's still alive you keep hearing all this noise in the basement and he's like don't worry about it it's just my sister which it is and she's you know i don't know what she's doing but she's she's, she's fine she's a genius she's down there doing work or something like that and it, it's and it's kind of frightening um she ends up coming up at the end as this like in this like really like suspenseful moment and like bashing out of the door because he didn't kill her and she's still alive and he didn't know 
And that's like the culmination of the whole thing, uh, along with some other things, which is also the moment when, um, God, what is it? Sorry, guys. Hold on. Uh, he's telling, oh, his daughter. So his, 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 that, that granddaughter I was talking about, who's like the, one of the main, only main innocent victims of this is, um, texting him the whole time is texting and texting and texting and he keeps ignoring it, ignoring it, ignoring it. And the reporter's like, don't you need to get that? It's your daughter. You say you love your daughter. Why don't you pick it up or your granddaughter? And, uh, he's like, no, it's okay. It's okay. And at the end, he's like, my granddaughter died earlier today and she keeps texting me. And my sister figured out how the AI worked and she was able to morph the AI my granddaughter did like a four month, gave all her analytics of four months of her life and they made this AI version of her and she keeps texting me and here's the text and he shows the guy the text, the guy's like kind of frightened and it says just like, never more, never more, never more. This whole thing is kind of based off of Edgar Allan Poe and um, all different poetry, this whole show. And um, it explains that too. And so the granddaughter's not alive, keeps texting him that, which is crazy because it's like, just the afterlife. The, the sister breaks back upstairs. She's somehow still alive because she can't die until the other person kills her. And, um, and then it, I'm not going to give the whole full end away, but the gypsy comes back and takes them and the reporter lives. He comes out of the house, the house bursts down, you know, blows up or whatever. And, um, and yeah, that's kind of how it ends. And then there's some more poetry and uh, a couple more ending scenes. The cool, so here's one twist that was really cool. If you don't want to hear it, stop listening now. But the asshole boss, when they put him in that wall, they put the jester hat back on him. He was a jester for Halloween that one year, long time ago. And you see him pop up as the jester throughout the, he's like a scary jester throughout the show. And you don't know what it's all about. And throughout, when the when the old man Roderick's about to die, he's constantly, he goes down to the basement of this company that's now built. And he keeps staring at the brick wall. And it's because that's where him and his sister first did their evil act so many years ago, 50 something years ago. And you keep hearing these bells. He keeps hearing them. And that's the twister. That's the jester's hat moving. It makes these bells. And uh, at the very end, he he's about to get in his limo because he's leaving the, the, the funeral. And the jester's just in there waiting for him and looking at him like, ah. Like it scares him so much. He falls down. His nose bleeds. He has like a heart attack. But that's not how he dies. That's not the end of it. Um, it goes on to finish the, the, the story, but, um, he knows that's like the end of every, he knows he's going to die now it's coming. And, and it really, the, the really great part about all this obviously is the acting, uh, obviously is the story, the storytelling, the way they do the scares, the fact that they take the painkiller thing and they make the, the Usher family like the Sackler family and how evil they are and, and how s smart it is that they are consistent with like the theme of all the different brothers and sisters and how that would play out if everyone did have all the money they could, how bad they may turn out. 
compared to if you just didn't have the company, didn't have all the money. Um, so I think I can probably leave you with that. I'm tuckered out. I probably did a horrible job today, but if I need to do a new one, I'll do a new one. But this has been the review of the fall of the house of Usher. I hope you enjoyed it. Please leave any comments at uh, single white male podcast. Tell me, just be like, you were all over the place. You sucked. Anything you want to say was great. Um, or I'll do another one because I may have to. Anyway, today's word, if you're listening this far, if you listen this far, you should email me. The word is ghost. Email me the word ghost to single white male podcast at gmail.com. Let me know you listened. I will give you a major shout out. Good night.